and then you do that kind of stuff is is that kind of stuff is stuff that I like my taxes going for. You know? Yeah, for sure. That kind of stuff makes it helps. me feel good. Yeah, it helps people. You know? And you know the money's going to that too. You know, and, and that's just coming from, you know, someone who's very, you know, lucky, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Financially, you know, at a, you know, for living in America, you know. Yeah. I say you know so fucking much, dude. Uh, whenever I listen <laughs> to this fucking podcast, pisses me the fuck off how many times I say you know. You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's irritating. I guess we're are we ready yeah. to go yeah how do you yeah. feel yeah you look more comfortable than i do i don't know i, I feel like this chair's nice i, I like feel it. upright it's okay let me uh yeah yeah all right you hear me okay yeah can you hear me okay i can hear you okay all right i think we're good to go we're going press press record it's already oh. recording oh shit yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> we're live yep <clears throat> So how's I like, thought it'd be cool to get some of the little like intro, you know, like yeah. uh, the, the before, setup before we knew yeah. we were talking. Some behind the scenes shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so today was a crazy day, huh? Today it was a crazy day. We had our our first annual uh, bake day. Uh, um, we had Christina's family over. My mom came. It over. wasn't a stoner holiday. It wasn't. Yeah. We wanted it to be one, but we Kinda decided sounds, to keep sounds it. Sounds like one though. It does. Yeah, yeah. bake day. <laughs> not baked day <laughs> or thanksgiving thanksgiving yeah so but, we just pretty much baked all day yeah probably made what how many we probably made over like two hundred two hundred items different like yeah assortments of cookies cookies and just candies. sweets yeah yeah we, we had muds with fondant covered oreos except it wasn't fondant right it was like it was a, mushroom Oh, okay. Or, so it's a little bit. Mushroom. Marshmallow. Marshmallow. I was like marshmallow fondant. Uh, that didn't sound. Um, that didn't sound off to me. <laughs> yeah. No, I didn't. I didn't even try one of those. To be, to be honest, I only ate uh, my cookies or my my nut clusters that I made. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty much all. I, I never ate. got one. Oh, I think really? I'm gonna have to dip into John's. <laughs> no, we ha- we have some more. But oh, you yeah, do? Yeah, they're good. The, you can, the you ones can taste, I can eat? Yeah. Oh, okay, well, You cool. can taste the bacon in them, too. It's really good. Did it turn out okay, then? Yeah. Did you ever do the chocolate-covered bacon? I know you did the potato chips. No, the the, uh, the bacon the bacon was mostly burnt. Oh, I thought you were going to try it anyway. Yeah. I had to get something positive out of that bacon experience. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, uh, before we keep on going with the story, this is Stoner Talk, so... This is, we got to get stoned. Explain... Yeah. Okay, so what we have today for the podcast (laughs) is I rolled two joints, and the joints are extra heavy. I just got done making some hash. Homemade. Yeah, homemade hash. Are we allowed to say how you, like, the whole process, how you acquired everything? Yeah. 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 I don't have any enemies. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) We're not drug dealers. (laughs) Yeah, so these are two hash joints. Just got friends in high places. Yeah, I have a friend who had a bunch (laughs) of extra trim and stuff, and... uh, 
I was uh, talking to him about uh, what he's going to do with it. And he says just laying around. So I went and bought some um, bubble hash bags. Pretty much just a five-gallon bucket bag that you put in a five-gallon bucket. It has a screen on the bottom and just agitate it with ice water. And the hash collects in the screens and you just collect the hash. Really simple process. Yeah, that's interesting. Well, that's that's how ha- that's that's hash is like the original way that it was um, smoked, I believe. And, oh, okay. And um, you know, is that my fact checking uh, cue? <laughs> I think like the Kush Mountains of Afghanistan is where you know you know what you know what I watched the other day. Lebanon has a thriving hash industry, hashish industry. Oh, really? Yeah. See, I every time I I it's you illegal know. though. Yeah. Yeah. Every time, oh, here we go. Yeah, every time they talk about hash or hashish, I just assume it's just marijuana, not actual hash. But no, hashish is a certain thing. Yeah, Yeah. it's it's a concentrate. But yeah, in Lebanon, dude, right now because of the war that broke out, um, a lot of the um, the rules to enforce their their cannabis laws over there uh-huh they can't do it because they don't have the manpower because of the war that broke out in um, oh, syria yeah so a lot of the hash uh, farmers started growing it again uh-huh. and in the last couple of years you know they've um kind of take taken back over their farms and um they're doing a, they have a thriving industry there's like a, a 200 million a year market there in Lebanon yeah. in this little valley in lebanon it's really crazy um, little thing Vice did on them. Huh. It was, That's it was, interesting. Yeah. Vice has good programs. I but what they it. do, you know, is the the weed that they, they grow there is shit weed, you know, uh-huh. like for smoking. Yeah. You know. Is that why they. But what they do is they sell it, it said $400 a kilo for the plant. Okay. Right. I think it's the dried plant. I'm mm-hmm. not sure if it's the wet plant. $400 a kilo. And then they go to a, a local processing center and they turn it into hash. Huh. You know? And then they ship the hash. So that, it's a it's an industry. They have Oh yeah. It's not just it's all handmade and No, it's a farmer, then the farmer goes off to the processor, you know. Oh, wow. And the, a lot of the people there were um, you know, fighting about or we're talking about you know, the people coming back in and and destroying the farms again because they had in the 1970s um, they had an agreement with the local government mm-hmm. that they would stop farming hash because it was against the law if they provided, you know, these programs for them, you know, to help them grow um, other foods in their valley. Hmm. And it just never came about. You know, they, they were just kind of ignored from what the, the, the people were making it sound like. Yeah. And so, you know, with all these resources gone for the war in Syria, they started growing again. And they they have like a, a thriving industry there now, and um, they were saying too that nothing else grows there. Oh, know? that's interesting. Um, some people have, um, I think they said uh, wine uh, or grapevines or something like that. Some other type of plant, or no apples. It was apples. Oh, okay. Uh, but the apples are not a guaranteed yield like the the weed plants the the hash plants are. Because they can withstand the climate in that certain mm. valley in Lebanon. Okay. Yeah, it was really interesting. And, you know, if that's how they can farm and make money, you know, it just, just it bothers them. me. Yeah. Yeah. Just let them. I don't know. But anyways, here's these hash joints. Oh, I'll yeah. start one up. We still haven't started one up. Yeah. So, hashish. <sighs> this is just Wikipedia. That's my 
that's my go-to sourcing. Um, as she has been consumed for many centuries, uh, though there's no clear evidence of its first appearance. North India has a long social tra- tradition in the production of hashish, locally known as shiras, which is believed to be the same plant resin as was burned in the ceremonial abuzrus of ancient Persia. Mm-hmm. There's yeah, a lot of words in there. <laughs> that's pretty much what it is, is yeah. the, the, like the trichome, the resins of the plant. You mm-hmm. know? Well, that's what the ice water does in the ice water hash making. You freeze them, and uh, the trichomes snap off from the plant a lot easier when they're cold. Oh, so that's, that's what the ice does? Yeah, that's oh, what the okay. ice does. That makes sense. Oh, it smells so good, too. Here you go, Ty. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. Yeah, that's pretty good. The one we rolled earlier was a little <laughs> tougher to hit, but that one's pretty good. So I've been experimenting with ways because I have all this hash now <coughs> on how to um, smoke it properly. Because it's very, it's very difficult to smoke, you know, mm-hmm. um, properly without feeling like you're wasting a bunch. Because it's like a, almost like a, like what, how would you describe hash? It's like a, a hard um like gooey it's like a crumbly kind of sticky crumble it's like a like a, a like a hard play-doh yeah like a very hard play-doh so it's a little you know a little difficult to smoke but what you what happens whenever you heat it up it becomes very pliable so what i've been doing is i've been heating it up and then rolling it into some already ground up weed and then rolling that into a joint mm-hmm. and uh, it's been working pretty good Oh. It doesn't taste as good as uh, smoking the pure hash, you know, like dabbing it in a in a dab rig. Yeah, which yeah. I think is like totally against all dabbing rules because I've I've told that to a few people. And I'm like, why would you do that? But I think it works great. People don't dab hash. No, do, not do not they... not regular hash like this. People dab bubble hash. You know, what's bubble hash? Is that? It's like a I don't I think it's like a rosin. I don't oh, know. Okay. I mean, Sorry. I think bubble hash is uh, is just a more purer form. I don't, I don't know, dude. Full melt hash or something like that. You mm. know, I don't think it's weird to smoke hash to dab hash at all. No, I don't think so either. But, but I mean, hmm. I don't know. I wonder if. Yeah, I don't know. I wonder if people just haven't experienced it, or if they're yeah, like you said, using a different kind of different form of hash yeah. is, are the, so there are different forms of hash then yeah well of course you know i mean the the hash oil you know which is oh, yeah. vape pens yeah and that makes stuff sense like that, yeah. you know and then you have the, the actual hash hashish hash you know which is the the hard you know trichomes from the plant extracted but it burns it burns okay once it's dry um speaking of burning uh today during our bake sale oh yeah our bake sale <laughs> we had we had a uh a little uh fun today during the bake sale bake sale so my my bacon that i needed um i put it on the oven rack in the oven and um you know i always cook bacon like that they didn't really think anything of it but the the oven was kind of full so I think I did make a mistake by putting it. I just put it on the bottom of the oven. Oh yeah, just yeah. on the very bottom. Yeah, you know, which would have been fine, but I, you would think. Yeah, but maybe not for bacon. 
And so we did, we, it was starting to smoke, you know, a lot earlier. Yeah, we opened the doors and the It was smoking windows, for like or... about, what, 10 minutes or so? Yeah, yeah. And then all of a sudden, I'm sitting on the couch and I look up to the kitchen and I see like thick smoke. Oh, and by then, then I was already in there too. Yeah, and then I go in there and then you see flames in yeah, the oven. in the oven. I'm like, that's not normal. And I'm then, like, I'm killing this oven. <laughs> and then you like grab the fire extinguisher yeah. and I pull the pin. Yep. And... uh then I just put my hand on the oven door. You were right there too, and we were deciding if we were going to open it up and spray. We, we opened it just slightly once, and, then and the flames, flames kind of went up and smoked. I was yeah. like, "No, nah, just we'll just keep it closed." Yeah, yeah. And then um, smother them. <laughs> then we called the. I had some because there's active flames going on in the oven, you know. And there's black smoke bellowing yeah. out the top. It's a grease of the, fire, yeah. yeah. Grease fires are no joke. Yeah. <laughs> So that's what happened. The baking grease, whenever I went to go take it out, spilled and caused a grease fire in the oven. Um, I didn't realize I spilled it, though, because it was kind of covered in the back. Yeah, yeah. But for sure it was the baking grease because there was some in the bottom of the of the oven where uh-huh. the, the, other, the broiler pan. Yeah, yeah. But so <laughs> we're sitting there with my hand on the stove and there's flames just bellowing out the the stove or in the stove and then you see all the black smoke billowing out the top the house is filling with smoke black smoke yeah, too yeah, yeah bad <laughs> everybody was out of the house Everybody's by then out of the yeah. house you couldn't, couldn't breathe, breathe in, in there, there. It burned and so obviously by this point i'm like all right somebody needs to call the fire department yeah <laughs> so nicole called the fire department the cleaning lady the cleaning lady yeah <laughs> <laughs> and uh by the time they got here, I was like, "All right, everything's cool." Because we yeah, just, by then it had smothered. I think yeah, yeah. we just sat there. We kept yeah. it closed. The smoke was yeah. We subsided. we shut off the oven too at that point. Yeah, shut off the oven. The smoke subsided. We yeah. probably should have shut off the gas. We should have, but the, I mean, it was already hot anyway. So yeah, but at least we shut it. Yeah, we probably should have. Yeah, I didn't even think of it though, dude. I I was just panicking to be yeah. honest. I mean, I was we, we didn't panic. We handled it. We pretty handled well. it pretty well. Yeah. You know, we didn't panic, but I was just, I I didn't really know what to do. You know, it was yeah, it was just uncharted waters. You know, yeah, exactly. Um, but for sure, I thought there was a possibility that the house was gonna burn. Yeah, me too. At least the kitchen. Yeah, yeah. You know, it was a grease fire. You always hear about grease fires are the worst fires to deal with. Yeah, at least it was. I think we got lucky. It was contained in the in the oven. In the oven, it wasn't like a stovetop thing. Yeah, yeah. Those flames would have went straight up into but, the ceiling, you know. <laughs> but yeah, so we're sitting, we're sitting there, you know. The oven's closed, waiting for the fire department to come. You hear them coming down the the road. Yep. <laughs> and uh, it, to me, it felt like they took forever. You're in that moment, you know. Yeah, it's like, they fuck, probably are they took here like yet? seven minutes. They didn't take long at all. But when you're in it, yeah, yeah. it's like fuck. Something why aren't like they that. here yet? <laughs> yeah, for sure. But yeah. by the time, by the time the flames started going down, you know, I was like, okay, this is cool. They yeah. probably don't even need to come anymore. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but I'm glad they did. Yeah, you know, because yeah. they put that big. Okay, so they they showed up and it was um, a little fire truck at first. And I'm like, all right, the cool. They didn't send. It was the a whole, pickup truck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay, cool. They didn't send the whole team. Yeah, yeah. and then the next thing you know, the big old fire engine, the big white, the yeah. white one, the big white with the one. ladder, and then the double that has like the the articulating yeah. back so that, to drive that big separate. white yeah. one showed up <laughs> and parked in front of our house. 
And then a second fire engine showed up <laughs> in front yeah. of our house. And this one guy comes up with a fucking axe in his hand. Yeah, and shit. And a big old pick with an uh, oxygen mask on his back. I'm like, all right, man, I think, uh, I think, I don't think you Somebody need else that came stuff. in with a crowbar. Yeah, one of the giant, like, five, I mean, I six guess, foot crowbars. You know, they don't yeah. know what they're walking into. Yeah, they gotta exactly. Be prepared. Yeah. But it was funny. They come up it with was, the axe yeah. and stuff, and I'm like, uh, I don't think it's that bad anymore. But my my <laughs> first instinct to them, because once once they showed up and I you know I was pretty sure the flame was out, you know, because we just kept it closed. Once they showed up, my first instinct was like, "Sorry guys, I don't I didn't want to get you, I didn't mean to get you guys too excited, yeah. but I think uh, I think it was kind of just like a, a little false alarm. I mean, but I'm like I said, I'm glad they, they saw came. they saw all the black smoke and everything stained on the. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, it was right to call them. Yeah, but it kind of just you know. It just wasn't that. It was a little. It wasn't as dramatic as it started out. Yeah. As, <laughs> maybe as it was because we we we, did we stepped right. into action. We did yeah. it right. Yeah. Could have maybe it could have been worse. We acted correctly. Yeah. Yeah. Shut off the oven because the 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 oven for sure the flames were um yeah you know from the the um start kept the gas from the oven kept the flames going under yeah yeah so that was the, the very first thing I did when I walked up I was like trying to find the off button yeah i panicked too i'm like fuck where's the fucking off button yeah. <laughs> i couldn't find I it i didn't even think about it dude yeah you know? but yeah so <clears throat> they come in and they shut off the gas and they unplug the stove they move it out of the wall and then they you know just tell us to clean it out real good and, yeah and uh just fire it back up yeah you know and but it, the story continues we didn't have any oven cleaner so we had to get, what's what's that stuff called the we had to be clean yeah we had to go to stater yeah, brothers yeah, and we picked up stater brothers yeah we picked up some oven cleaner what's it called the easy off easy off like that. yeah That's we were deciding between the fumeless one or the quick one so we decided with the quick one because we're in the middle of bake day we yeah. really hadn't even started yet yeah exactly <laughs> we still had a bunch of cookies to bake and everything so oh yeah we set the fire because we we only had one batch of cookies that were done so we just we put some in a container and gave oh them yeah to them. we gave yeah. the firefighters some, some cookies. cookies yeah they were mint chocolate chip cookies probably like what these what are these fags do <laughs> yeah <laughs> no i mean there was a bunch of thank people you there. mr firefighter <laughs> <laughs> that yeah. wasn't my best gay voice <laughs> I, I mean i was like you no, know i was i felt bad that they had to come out there i kind of did too because i mean it was it was right that we called them, but then it was like not that big of a deal. Exactly. You know? Yeah. But you know, yeah, they didn't really do anything except blow out the house. You know, which helped a lot. Yeah. You know that big old blower that they put in front of that thing—that was crazy. Yeah. It just started Knocked making everything off. off. Yeah. yeah. It started closing all the doors in the house. The fans that were in the window, the fans yeah. out here. Uh huh. They, you could see them just, just fly, flying. You know. Yeah, that shit was blowing crazy. Yeah. Cause I was inside too for a little while getting their cookies all together. Yeah, it was loud and <laughs> yeah, <Their> cookies again. <laughs> yeah, but <coughs> overall, should have sent them with some of the rum balls. <coughs> <coughs> overall, I think it was a big day. Was successful. Yeah. I, I did nut clusters, two types, and then I did, uh, um, I did chocolate covered potato chips, which were really good. Have you ever those heard of those good. before? No, I mean I think I saw them at the one of the the fair one oh, of the really? years. Yeah, because okay. I was gonna say I have I can't think 
I don't think I remember um, seeing him before. But I mean, I don't. I can't. For I sure feel like say someone's saw done him, it. Yeah, but they someone's were good. For sure done it yeah. before. They were good. They were like I was just thinking, you know, chocolate covered pretzels. Yeah. And I did like chocolate covered uh, the kettle cooked because the kettle cooked are way better. Yeah. Nice thick potato chip. Yeah, I don't. I'm not a big potato chip fan. No. But I like the uh, not the kettle cooked ones, but the is it the oven roasted ones. Oh, the oven baked. Oven baked. Oh, those are yeah. fucking disgusting. Those oh, aren't like even those. chips, dude. Yeah, I know. That's why I like them. Right I don't like potato chips, regular potato chips. No. You know what potato chips I did like though? That's um, like mush extruded out. Yeah, yeah. I know it's not good for you. I don't eat them that. Oh, I'm sure <laughs> potato chips aren't good for you either. But I don't eat I don't eat potato chips very often. But I like uh, whenever I do eat potato chips, I like the kettle cooked jalapeno. Uh huh, dude. That with some sour cream, you know, or some queso sauce. That sound, you yeah. kill that shit. Or, or bean dip. Oh, damn. Love bean dip. Yeah, your, your mouth's ready for a party. I did find some uh, potato chips I liked. Yeah, your mouth's ready for a party. <laughs> <laughs> um, Oh, in Arizona at the, uh, what's that place called? Um, The Palace. The Palace? Yeah. They served... It looked like they cut them up themselves and then fried them, and they were like homemade potato chips. Yeah. They were good. Yeah, I, I just planted uh, some potatoes in the backyard. Oh, did you? Yeah, I'm trying this new uh, gardening method called, uh, they call it Back to Eden or um, or the Ruth Stout method. It's hmm. really interesting. This this lady called Ruth uh, Ruth Stout, um, she or that's her name, Um she was a gardener for like 30 something years and like her last 10 or 15 years of gardening Mm -hmm. she came up with this method right so she was tired of all the work that it took to garden and i guess one time um she just threw out a bunch of uh spent hay over this you know she made a a a school you know a garden bed Mm -hmm. out of spent hay she just threw it on top no till in no nothing Hmm. And, you know, she planted into that like a year later, just Mm -hmm. right straight into the the spent Mm -hmm. hay. And, you know, during that year, you know, decomposition happened under the hay and it Mm -hmm. suppressed, you know, there was it suppressed all the weeds from growing and stuff like that, too. And you just plant right into it. Hmm. You know, how how thick was the hay? I think it's like almost like I think it's like six to nine inches of hay or something like that. Okay. But over the year, it kind of shrinks a little bit, you know, but it's enough to keep the weeds suppressed. And you add more, basically? Exactly. Every year, every year, you just keep on adding hay. Just hay. Yeah. So I'm doing something similar in the back right now. Um, So the Ruth Stout method is specifically for hay. And I'm doing something very similar, but with wood chips right now. Oh, okay. So it's it's pretty much the same thing, but you do it with wood chips. I'm doing it with wood chips and leaves mixed in and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, pretty much you just throw it on the ground mm-hmm. and then you kind of just, um, you're supposed to wait a long time, but I have a lot of leaves. So there's always, there's already a lot of, um, um, compost ish type soil under. Yeah. So I just threw the, the wood chips on top and I planted like right, right into the wood chips. Huh. I, don't, I don't know how well it's going to work. So you don't have... The, have they sprouted yet, the potatoes? The potatoes haven't sprouted, but I also planted garlic, and the garlic has sprouted. Oh, that's a good sign. Yeah. 
Nice. Yeah. How thick is your? I have about uh, six inches of. Um, okay. Did you put it in the planter box too? Mm-mm. No. I haven't. I I want to put soil in the planter box. Oh, okay. I did that along the whole the whole back fence, but I planted sweet potatoes. I planted red potatoes, and I planted garlic. Oh. A lot of it too. Um. Yeah. Hopefully it'll. Hopefully it'll do well. I don't know. Yeah, it's an experiment, hopefully. you know. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm all I'm all for uh, less work in the garden. Yeah. You know, and that's that's the reason why she did it is because she was just tired of all the, you know, traditional gardening is very laborious. Yeah. You know, uh-huh. but whenever you, you know, you um, get into the methods of like back to Eden gardening and, uh, you know, the roof stout method and no till gardening and stuff like that. Yeah. It, you're better off not destroying, you know, whenever you cut into <coughs> soil for gardening uh-huh. you know like turning over the soil and stuff like that you ruin a lot of the soil um microbiome and the 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 fungi that live in the soil you okay ty uh you look like you're gonna throw up right now it kind of felt like it for a second you take a drink of water I think i'm okay i did yeah mm-hmm. that's what caused it <laughs> oh but you end up damaging the soil Excuse me. a lot more than than you would think you mm. know by trying to amend it but if you just active have an active like decomposition, you know, on top, you know, of your soil, um, you'll be making compost, you know. Yeah, that's right interesting. Way. It's in yeah. You just keep on adding, uh, organic matter on top, leaves, wood chips, hay, straw, you know, that's stuff along the lines of that. Huh. That's really interesting. Sorry about my burping. No. It's coming back. It's that thing <laughs> That's again. That's weird. <laughs> yeah. I don't oh. know what the fuck it is. <laughs> I bet you uh, it's, uh, I don't know. Hopefully it's not something serious. Yeah, hopefully not. <laughs> I was thinking what about it again. What does random burping mean? Uh, I've looked it up on Dr. Google before, and uh, when it's associated with chest pain, it's uh it's cardiac related but i only had and i didn't have chest pain it was more chest discomfort which is still yeah a sign of like a angina not an angina a uh angina uh, an angina huh <laughs> angina oh that's a word yeah. <laughs> angina what is angina? angina is chest pain actually yeah that's, <laughs> that's what it means <laughs> Um, but, uh, but yeah, I only had that, that, uh, chest discomfort the first day for a little while though. <clears throat> it was like, and were you burping six hours. during this time? Yeah. Constantly? Uh, I, I believe so. Yeah. Damn dude. I At least like every, out. Yeah, yeah, I go to the doctor. Do you have, but, do you have insurance right now? I haven't paid my, my premium yet. No. Yeah. That sucks. I should. I got. Yeah. I yeah. no. I need to actually. Yeah. Not like I should or I couldn't. I need to. That sounds scary. I got it. Yeah. 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 A little bit. I'm now, a little bit more worried about that kind of stuff now that I've got, exactly I got my appendix out and stuff. Yeah. I don't know if that it's has anything me, to do it's with got it. Me weird. You're getting old, Ty. I'm getting old. <laughs> scary. How old are you now? 
34. 34. old. <laughs> Someone out there is listening. He's like, what the fuck? That's not old. Yeah. Everybody tells me that. I'm like, I'm getting old. How old like, are you? I feel like 30 huh. is like a mark of something, though. Or is, 30. or is 40. Like Maybe every, 40 I guess, is. I guess every decade is like every a mark Every decade of a is. New... But 30 is the new 20. I'm telling yeah. you. <laughs> Living I mean, my... Living my best twenties life right now. People are figuring how how to live healthy and long these days, you know. Yeah. You just got to figure out if you're gonna live healthy and long and be mobile and. Yeah. You know. Are but, you gonna be functioning your whole life? That's yeah. what that's what my big concern is. You know? Yeah. I think I've said this before, but you know, whenever I'm old, I want to be able to move around and go fishing and hike mountains and shit. Yeah. Same. This is and between this and my back pain, which well hasn't really been my fault. I have I've actually taken care of my back, but you know the car accident kind of fucked it up again. Mm. And plus the work I do too, you know, I gotta pull people, and you know it it wears on your back, you know. You gotta pull people. Like I gotta pull people up in bed or pick them up or oh, really? you know yeah I gotta move a lot of people or I gotta roll them or you know. Are you doing it safely? I'm doing it safely, but you still feel it in your back. Straight back? Yeah. You know, straight back mm-hmm. or anything? Yeah. yeah. But sometimes, sometimes you just can't, you know? Or you still feel it, though, because you do it so much, you know? Oh, yeah. And you I feel it in my knees a lot and my feet, too. You should start, uh, like, doing some, like, uh, deadlift uh yeah, actually, Squats that's what I was stuff. saying. Yeah, between that and my back pain, makes me, I'm going to get back into the gym for sure. Yeah. Just, yeah. Are you? Are do you have any New Year's resolutions, Ty? Yeah, staying in the gym this time. Staying <laughs> in the gym and healthy diet. Yeah. I wonder, did we have? When did we start? Same this? with everybody else. We started this <laughs> last year. Yeah, shit. We we did we talk about our New Year's resolutions on here? I don't remember. I don't remember. Well, let's talk about them. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I don't. I don't really have any right now. What, what about ones that you had this year that you stuck to? I can't remember this year specifically, <sighs> but I, I have a. I have a few. Mm. One which was like several years ago now. At this point, well, yeah, like five years or something ago, is uh, not texting or driving. And now I can say this year. I haven't done it once. That's good, Ty. Yeah. That's really good. Well. <laughs> yeah no stupid there's yeah i might glance at it if i'm at a light but yeah. you know i did fuck up because i was ubering the other day and i fucking got a ping as the light turned green i was trying to hit it and i didn't realize that i was on a one-way street or i was turning onto a one-way street so i'm like oh shit i panicked too and i wasn't paying attention and i turned into oncoming traffic and I get hit there was in the middle of the night so not too many people were on the road thank god but I heard some lady hog. You're like, you're going the wrong way. It's a one way street. I'm like, Damn. shit. I realized it immediately as soon as I did it. I saw the way the cars were, were directed. Guy. I was that guy. So, <laughs> so as soon as those people moved, the roads empty. I U turn. I I knew too before I turned. When I had the blinker, I saw him. Yeah. There's a cop on the oh, other side shit. of the light. Yeah, he didn't see you. No, he saw me. Yeah, I didn't even, I didn't even, like, I already pulled over by the time he pulled up oh, to really? me. Oh, yeah, really? So I was, what happened? Yeah, he just came up. He he was cool about it. I was like, I told him the truth. I was like, I just fucked up. I was, this ping came through as the light changed and I wasn't paying attention. And he was cool about it. He, he let me do? go, yeah. He just like, let you go? Yeah. What did he say? He just told me not to, yeah, you need to pay more attention to the road. I, I felt stupid. Yeah. yeah. 
Damn, Ty, that's crazy. You yeah. got lucky. Yeah, yeah. You got really lucky. So, yeah, I did fuck up this year. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> recently. But, but recently, too. Yeah, that just fucking throws that out. So, yeah, I can't say I never did because I'll sit it. If I'm sitting at lights, I might, I might open it, it up. But I was really, yeah. 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 I see. Yeah. And I never, I, I will say I never look at my phone when I'm on the freeway. That's Ever. Good. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, I, I do pretty good. I'm not completely clean, but I do I do fairly well. Yeah. For the majority of the time, because most of the time when I'm on the, if I look at my phone, it's it's maybe out of light, mm-hmm. you know, or something like that. But as soon as the light turns, I'm focused on the road. I'm so paranoid driving now. I don't I don't even think about my phone. <laughs> yeah. Know? Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Really, yeah. Ever since my car wreck, I've been the same way. It really kind of. Is irritating that yeah. I am that way in the car now. But I mean, when you think about it, dude, you're in a fucking metal box going 60 miles an hour down the road with all these other fucking yeah. metal boxes. Yep. You know? I'm not going to lie. And these other metal boxes yeah. aren't paying attention. You know? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. The last few weeks when I've been doing the Uber in, there's been times where the anxiety has been too much for me that I, I don't Uber. I'll shut it off. I'll get out of a certain area or like it was raining a bunch, you know? Yeah. I was Ubering and I was going like 45. I was so fucking nervous. And oh, I had somebody the rain? Bought, yeah, you were yeah. Rain. yeah, you were out there Ubering. Yeah, the and then I just shut it off. Oh, I can't do this. Yeah, that yeah. wasn't a good idea. Yeah. So, but normally before I would have been okay with it, you know? It's, it's just crazy what, you know? like uh it's well, not the ptsd rain, but it's you know oh yeah i was i was going 45 on the that, freeway yeah. in the rain you know uh-huh. i you know i did that before anyway but i'm even more like just nervous about it you know yeah it sucks but yeah it's weird you got the lighter yeah it's right here the torch We're almost the cardboard on this one the rain this year though was i liked it but i didn't like driving in it yeah you know it's just yeah you just feel like things are slippery and stuff and mm-hmm and especially in Southern California, when it rains like four times a year, so the oil and stuff are all over the road. And right after it rains, it's all yeah. slippery. Yeah. You know what I'm really worried about though is hydroplaning. Uh huh. And I've done it before. I it's never to. where I've lost control of it. But you you're driving on the freeway. You had a puddle. You you know you, you. feel it. Yeah, yeah. I felt my my back slip out before. The, the back of the car. Oh, I was like, fuck. I felt the back end like slide one way a little That's bit before. shit. Yeah. But, I mean, n- nothing ever bad happened. But ever I, since that, I've always driven slower on the freeway. Yeah. I actually, when I first started driving, I think I started to tell a story on a, on a past podcast. But it was the teacher. I borrowed his car, you know. <laughs> yeah. I was, yeah band teacher and uh yeah the band teacher yeah (laughs) um and i was borrowing his car and uh i decided it'd be a good idea to you know try and pass people because i'm like oh it's a fucking car it's a v6 you know for taurus i don't have a fast car and i'm like i'm gonna pass these people and it was raining well it wasn't raining actively but it had just rained and the roads were slick and i was just a dumb fucking kid yeah so i pull out to start passing i did wait for a passing lane at least but i knew it was a small one anyway i was just being dumb and then i saw cars coming i'm like oh fuck so i slam on my brakes 
swerve back into the into the the lane and then i start spinning out and i oh, hit an shit. embankment yeah oh, luckily i didn't damage the car it was soft you know yeah and i didn't hit anybody but fuck so that that was just, uh, that was it for me stopped the car or something was that your tires just stopped the car or no i hit an embankment yeah like the side like a of dirt the car? yeah it was a dirt embankment and there was no there wasn't no damage no damage what the, that's that's crazy i know i got yeah. super lucky yeah it was I have scary a, as shit. i have a crazy story from whenever i first started driving yeah my buddies you know taught me how to drive and whenever i turned 16 i don't know if this is very legal but whenever um you know i was 16 you know i couldn't drink you yeah. Know? So I was their DD. <laughs> so uh, they when they when they were there's this one time when we went out to a bachelor party. We started at Hooters and then we ended up at a, a, a bowling alley. And yeah. It was just it was a fun night. You know they had a bunch of beers and you know I I got a lot of hot wings and I got to look at a lot of Hooters menus and stuff. Um, but at the bowling alley. <laughs> yeah. Uh, after we left, where it's raining, it's pouring rain, and uh, you know, I just had my permit, and these uh-huh. guys are drunk. They're fucking with me. <laughs> you know, they're like, "Go faster, slow down," or they're you know telling me the wrong directions and shit, how to get home oh, and shit. Fucked up. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> they're just fucking with me. Um, so uh, on the way back. I'm going probably about 45, which is the speed limit, you know, on this road. And there was lights on was this. Was it here in Norco? No, it was in San Bernardino. Oh, okay. There was lights on this road, you know. Mm-hmm. Maybe the speed limit was 35. I don't know. But it was raining. Yeah. Okay. And we're coming up on this light. And I'm probably about 100 yards away from the light, you know, uh-huh. going 35 miles an hour or something yeah. like that. So fairly close. Yeah. Right? And the light turns yellow. Oh, shit. And my buddy just says, yellow, stop. You know? And I just freak out. And I slam on the brakes. Oh, and we, fuck. like, skid and skid up to the to the curb. And we're, like, turn crooked a little bit. Oh, shit. And we stop, like, in the middle of the, <laughs> of the crosswalk. Right? Oh, okay. There Not was that. nobody. Fucking nobody. That shit. Okay? That's so irritating. But all of a sudden... <clears throat> a cop just rolls through <laughs> oh. on the light that just turned green. So he missed us all skidding to the, the light, Damn. and then he just rolls through. <laughs> and he just kept going? And he just kept going. <laughs> and then I was like, what the fuck? And then like Shit. we just drove away, and I was like, you guys fucking best, you know. I don't even remember after that. I just remember that. But That's funny. Yeah, it was. Uh, that was one of the crazier times driving. There's a lot of like crazy times actually. There's this one time when my buddy was just like blacked out drunk, and uh, for some reason he decided to hit me in the head while we were uh, like I forget what happened. He was joking. I don't I don't remember, to be honest either. But something happened and I got hit in the head from just from the back. Yeah. And I'm on the freeway, and I just like swerve on the freeway. Oh shit. You know, and he was like, like oh. it was a hard hit. Yeah, I don't know. It was like from the side. Oh. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Yeah, and uh, fucking just swerved on the freeway. And oh shit. fuck. <laughs> yeah, that was a crazy night too. 
I picked them all up from uh, I was seventeen or so. Uh-huh. I picked them all up from a Halloween party. They're and, all plastered. Uh, everybody there was plastered. Yeah, and there was a <laughs> lot of um, a nudity going on underneath. Uh, like uh, this girl kept on while well, she was dancing on the top stairs, and she had a, a skirt on. And oh, she didn't okay. have anything going on under there. Uh-huh. I had uh, I had a lot of fun that night. <laughs> that I saw a lot like of things it. for the first time. <laughs> that's funny. Actually, that's a lie. Yeah, so always, I've seen all that by the time I was seventeen. Oh. <sighs> but yeah, a lot of driving stories with them. Yeah. Uh, they're kind of fun, I guess. That's kind of funny. Yeah. Well, you've survived, so. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, I think I learned how to drive pretty well. Yeah, I think so too. I've only been in one accident. That was my fault. Yeah. Um, I've only. Yeah, wood. yeah, for real. <laughs> That's wood. Oh. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> um, I've. I don't think I've been in an accident. It was my fault. Well, I mean, that involved anybody else. I've been rear-ended twice, and hit on the side. Which he said I ran the red light, but I'm pretty sure I didn't because I looked up yeah. right after he hit me I, to double check, yeah. and I had a green light. Oh really? Yeah, that's weird. But whatever, it wasn't. It was a slow speed thing. I think he ran his red light though, trying to beat that. You know, trying yeah. to beat that yellow light. Yeah, Just maybe because that was the time when I was driving. I'd you know I wanted to be first off of the line at the green light. You know, so. I did some stupid shit when I was a kid, for sure. But I learned that spin out. I never sped after that. Are we still recording? Yeah, we're still recording. That happened before, too. Peter goes on standby. (laughs) We forgot. (laughs) That's good, though. Yeah, yeah. But. Forgot what I was saying. I forgot too. We were talking about car and then potatoes. Car accidents. Potatoes. You know what else we got growing in the back? We got beans growing too. Oh, that's cool. Um, we've got grass growing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's been my my little project, kind of. I mean, you're helping too. Yeah, I started it, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I I hope to have like a a whole kind of uh, food system out there. You know, if we stay here again another yeah. year, you know, with the with the chickens. Yeah. You know, um, I think they can do a lot of work for us if we section them off and keep putting in the, you know, wood chips with them and stuff. Yeah. Um, they'll, you know, they'll take all the the greens and eat them all and f- make it into fertilizer for the ground and make the ground good to plant in. Yeah, yeah. It's um something like called the something called the permaculture system of the sorts. <laughs> you know. Um. It's a it's a it's an interesting way to to approach gardening. It's along the same methods of like what I was saying earlier, you know, less invasive, more natural. Yeah, let Us- it take its course. Yeah, using animals, you know, um, to do a lot of the work for you. Yeah, which is cool. Get yeah. some goats back there. <laughs> yeah, dude, I would like to get goats. I'd like to get pigs. Pigs, you yeah. know, I like to get a few things, but it's kind of sucks because you know we're not. Who knows how long we'll be here? Yeah, yeah, that's still kind of one of the things about just not owning your spot. Yeah, exactly. I don't know if you know he's he's just talking to kind of you know he's being a salesperson. You know he's 
he's always going to try to sell us a house because yeah. that's what he does, you know? Yeah, I think he'll be okay with us staying here and out there. Yeah, I mean, we're good tenants. Mm-hmm. You know what though? If we do stay here another year, then too, I want to get a grow on inside this ha- in this in this room. You know? Yeah. Get we could get it. Yeah, here. we could definitely get it. Get it going good. <coughs> what is that hanging off of the? Is that glass? What are you talking about? Under the uh, the oh, yeah. picture uh, up there. Just like a piece of cardboard or something. Oh. <clears throat> I'll finish decorating this room too at some point. Yeah. <laughs> just in time to pull all the pictures off and box them up. I need to get more chicks. <laughs> Don't Baby. we all? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Baby chicks. <clears throat> I got a... You know what? I thought about uh, just taking some of the eggs. Because the eggs that I, I we have right now, I think, could be fertilized. Uh-huh. But the, chi- the rooster that I have back there is a, a meat bird breed. And I don't really want a meat bird. I want egg layers. Yeah. So... Need to get uh, just some chicks from the the place again. Hmm. I want to get in on that. You do? Yeah. Yeah. I want to get some some chicks too this time. I didn't get them last time, which is probably a good thing, I guess. Yeah, they all died. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that sucks so much. That does. It's you know what it kind of you know that was <clears throat> that was like one time in my life where. You know, my failure was just so, like, in my face. Yeah. You know? Like, a lot of time I feel like failures are kind of, like, a little, like, they develop over time and they're just not so blatant, you know? Yeah. And that's kind of, like, the first time, like, a failure was just so, like, in my face. Something that had, like, real consequences to me. Yeah. Real meaning to me, you know? Yeah, that's fair. Losing... Um. Yeah. This that this, many chickens. Yeah, yeah. This last July, was it in July? It was in July. July. It, it was during July, one of the heat like waves. Three weeks before my birthday. Crazy heat wave. Yeah. Record breaking. Yeah. Record breaking. It got to 116 degrees here in Norco, and you know we had water back there for the chickens. We had plenty of shade for them. And happened. to be honest, I didn't know it was going to be that hot. You know, I wasn't really paying attention i was just working a bunch of overtime at work and shit you know i got home at like five o'clock i go back there and all of my chickens are dead you know Sucks. i had over uh i had 23 chickens dead and i had like 32 chickens damn so but at least you know the silver lining is some of them made it out you know yeah, some of them made it out you know and the the thing that is really more irritating is, you know, that 17 of those 23 birds were for eating. Yeah, yeah, know? they were meat and birds. they were harvestable, you know, size. <laughs> they, they were going to get harvested that weekend. Yeah. Because we had to go camping the next weekend, so it just, it was so frustrating, dude. Yeah. So frustrating. It just throwing all that meat away, you know. Sucks. And because I couldn't, I I would have really liked to compost it, but I I didn't have the type of carbon to compost that many chickens. Oh, yeah. It would have just smelled the whole backyard, you know. Yeah. But yeah, dude, that was that was like one of the first times failure just hit me so so hard. But you know, you live and you learn. You yeah. Know? Yeah. You. Uh, 
that was kind of like a, a weird freak occurrence, but you know, <coughs> what I learned is, you know, whenever there's times like that, um, that I need to make sure to pay attention to them and maybe even bring them in the garage or something, you know, yeah, or yeah. I don't know. Who knows? You know, in the dog kennel in the house, in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Who knows? I was thinking about that, except I was at work. Mm-hmm. Um, so I couldn't do anything about it. But I messaged Christina. I was like, oh shit, when it was raining really hard and she sent me a, a polo of the the backyard and it was just flooded. I was like, oh shit, you should check on the chickens. Maybe we could put them in the garage or something, you know? Yeah. But, but I guess, yeah, it was cool you had checked on them already or something. Yeah. yeah. But, um, you know, and the thing too was, I thought it was it, it. It's kind of sad that is this is like kind of comforted comforted me a little bit. Mm-hmm. But you know, uh, on the form Norco form on Facebook, um, Nicole said that a lot of people's um, chickens died. Yeah, you know? a lot of people in Norco lost a lot of chickens. You know the the. The person that I used to live with, she lost seven chickens or something like that. Wow. Mm-hmm. A lot of people in Norco lost them, you know. And then yeah, so I mean, you know, it wasn't your fault, you know. You, you like you said, you had water. It was my fault, but back I there. mean, it, it, you know, eh. I failed. You know, I I I failed my chickens. You know what? And the thing is, you know, because. The reason why I was raising them is because I wanted them to have a great fucking life, and it just made it so much harder to know that just they just died in the heat. You know, that couldn't yeah. have been great that's a at shitty all. way to go. Yeah, yeah, that couldn't have been fun. You know, so that makes it even worse. Yeah, that sucks. You know, but yeah, I don't know. I I, I want to do I want to do meat birds again, but then again I don't, you know. <laughs> kind of seeing all those dead birds like that kind of turned me off to wanting to kill them. To be honest, uh-huh. I mean yeah. I never really wanted to kill them. I just, you you get you you kept the one. Yeah, I st- the okay. So it's the only yeah, the one of, one of the meat birds survived the roosters, and that's the rooster that we have back there. So, I I couldn't bring myself to kill him no you know after (laughs) that you know i just felt so bad and it just it just changed my relationship with the chicken for some reason you know i don't know if it's a it's not an appropriate relationship i don't think you know no it shows compassion it's compassion but i mean in in I guess I guess that what that's what makes us human. But you know, in the way of a farmer, you should be looking at it like, all right, yeah, this this crop died this year. You know, just yeah. replant again. You know, but I I kind of am hesitant to replant. Yeah, I mean that's fair. Just because I don't know, seeing all like I said, seeing all those dead chickens kind of turned me off to killing them for some reason, like wanting to to go through with that process yeah or even i don't know is that weird i don't think so i mean it just gives you a different perspective you know i mean i i'm gonna do it again for sure you know but i am hesitant i I notice it you know i am doing it again for sure it just means it's giving you a different perspective you're considering it differently you know it doesn't it's not necessarily a negative 
Yeah. Could be a positive, you know, you're just, you just, it's a different perspective. You know, you know? and something else that I've learned too is, you know, um, I should do them earlier, you know, in Southern California, you can do chickens right now. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's, it's, uh, and if I start them right now, they'll be harvested by, you know, uh, February or March. That's not, yeah. that's, they're not going to have a heat wave between now and February or March. I hope. <laughs> Who the fuck knows, you know, but. It is California. <laughs> that's something else. That's another way to, you know, to completely prevent the whole meat bird birds from dying, you know, but the egg birds are all, all year long. So mm-hmm. that yeah. doesn't prevent them from dying. But, you know, I don't have too many egg birds back there right now anyways. So bringing in a few of them in wouldn't be so bad. Yeah. Got enough, though, that you're getting a good good amount of eggs. <laughs> I need to get more. Yeah, I need to get more, dude. I want to have, have a little business, you know? Yeah. It's, Why not? It's cheap as fuck to feed those birds. Yeah. You know, they, most of the, their diet is, you know, just from the yard. Mm-hmm. You know, the greens from the yard because it's green right now and... And then, uh, you know, all the bugs and I'm turning all the food scraps into better protein for them. That's kind of nasty, but it's, 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 I think it's a good, a good way to do it. I tell you about that. Uh -uh. So I, I took, I've been taking the food scraps and I've kind of just been letting them hang out and rot Hmm. in a, uh, like a bucket, like over in the corner of the backyard or something like that, you know? And what'll happen is the flies will come in in the first two or three days and then they'll lay all their eggs. And then by like day six or seven, there's like thousands of maggots in there. Oh. Right? Yeah. So um, I have this method that I've used once, and it worked pretty well. Was I put the, the maggots in a tray, and there was a hole at the very end of the tray, you know, towards the bottom. Yeah. And they all crawled towards the lower spot, and they fell through the hole into like a little Tupperware container. Huh. To kind of sort them out from all the garbage and the scrap food scraps and stuff, you know? Yeah, yeah. And uh, then I just mixed it with the grain. And uh, um, put it in the feed, the feed, you know? Yeah. It was, uh, I think it's a good little supplement for them. It's, uh, you know, turning... Uh, you. I mean, the food scraps are good for them, but most of the food scraps they don't really go for, you know. It's kind of yeah. just rots and 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 they they pick at it all. Mm-hmm. But it just kind of, you know, composts in, into the ground. They scratch it in and stuff like that, you yeah. know. Yeah. It helps. But that's what it's good for, you know. It's, it's yeah. kind of creating an ecosystem right there for the earthworms and stuff for them to get get earthworms and bugs too. Yeah. Um, but if I let it out and let the flies get at it first, you know, I can turn it into like a high quality protein. You know, maggots are, you can buy maggots for, for animal feed and hmm. they're really expensive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Start selling them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you could yeah. for sure. <laughs> no, uh, you, people use them for fishing too. Uh-huh. You know, yeah. they'll, they'll dye them pink and they'll put them in the little Tupperwares with the, uh, I don't know, they dyed them pink. Yeah. They'll huh. dye them pink and then they'll put them in the little Tupperwares with the, the wood shavings. Yeah, mm-hmm. is that what I brought in the whenever it was? It was months ago now, but I like brought something in because I didn't know what it was. Put it on the coffee table, and then these little like leech-looking things started coming out of it. Oh no, though that was uh, that was maggots. Those were maggots. Okay, yeah. 
Yeah, you you guys messed up uh, that my first little experiment that I oh had yeah <laughs> yeah you brought something in that had maggots in it yeah because I, I I think cause Sierra had gotten a hold of it and chewed it up so I just picked it up and took it away from her and put it on the coffee table I didn't think anything of it yeah <laughs> yeah and then like thirty minutes later I come out and there's like maggots all over the floor <laughs> yeah, that's that sucks <laughs> yeah I put a paper towel down and then I grabbed the tweezers and I just like inch by inch throughout the carpet oh really it took like an hour two hours to Should clean just up let sierra eat him oh that would be a good idea i don't know if she would have though yeah. yeah i never figured out how that experiment went because there were maggots yeah because <laughs> i knew there were maggots but that was trying to a, a, a special, lot of them <laughs> i was trying a special way to sort them out i just didn't know if it was working or not interested sorry yeah. to sorry i, I put a experiment no, sierra did Oh yeah. Um, I put a little Sorry, tube in there. Yeah, for my dog. <laughs> <laughs> I put a little tube in there, hoping that they would like crawl up the tube uh-huh. and into the container. Yeah, I remember that now. Yeah, that was my first little experiment. But you know, I think every once in a while, you know, like uh, in the in the summertime, whenever there's you know low protein and stuff like that, kind of dry out, you know, let mm-hmm. the food rot for a couple of days, give them a protein boost, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good way to, you know, turn low quality uh food into high quality protein. Yeah, for sure. And you still feed them food scraps too. Yeah, yeah. You get like still. 90% of your food scraps from us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we get a lot of food scraps. Um Do you still go to restaurants or No, I I stopped it. I if I did that right now, I'd need a lot more chickens to to manage that much food scraps. A lot more chickens. That makes sense, yeah, because you were getting a lot. Yeah, I was getting know. two five-gallon buckets every night. I feel like I was getting too much, to be honest. Oh, really? Yeah. But Can you overfeed chickens? No, I was just getting too much for the chickens. The chickens weren't eating it fast enough. Oh, okay. So it that was, makes sense. You know, what I needed was the the wood chips. Yeah. You know, because I needed more carbon. If you so so what what you gotta think about is when you're composting is. You need, uh, you have nitrogen and then you have carbon, right? Your nitrogen is all your green waste, your food scraps and stuff that's going to rot. Yeah. You know, like, um, you know, and smell and stuff like that. You know, that's all your nitrogen stuff. Mm -hmm. And then your base is like your carbon, which is your straw, your your wood chips and and stuff like that. And you need a a specific ratio of nitrogen to carbon more carbon than nitrogen okay you know and that's what keeps everything from like smelling and stuff like that and that's how you make a nice compost pile okay for the chickens to work huh that's how you have a successful food scraps you know but my uh it's pretty smoky (laughs) it is (laughs) my my chickens were weren't eating up enough nitrogen so the nitrogen was kind of overwhelming and it kind of Sometimes it kind of smell, smell a little funky back there. Did it give you, you a know? headache? No, it oh. wasn't ever like overwhelmingly bad or anything oh, like okay. that. You know, if they if it was, I would have for sure like. Um, I mean, I was trying to figure out how to get the wood chips. You know, I got the wood chips. You know, a couple months later, or a couple uh, weeks weird. later that's after crazy. my chickens thought, died. Yeah, I thought we got them before, huh? Um, Interesting, but yeah, I just. I didn't didn't really know how to do that yet either. You know, I was yeah. still learning that. Yeah, you know, that's what you got to do to learn. You got to just do it. 
Yeah, and you just you know it's you, the best way to learn. You go out there, you do you run your own little experiments. It's kind of cool, you know. Yeah. Doing trying to do things like that, you try to have like a a complete, you know, cycle back there. Mm-hmm. You know, like a self sustaining system is what you would like. Yeah. You know, to where you have enough greens for your nitrogen and enough you know carbon from, you know, whatever source you can get carbon from in your you know wood chips and. Mm. Usually that would be from your local trees and stuff like that on the farm or something like that. We don't have that here. But. Yeah, that's interesting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it would be cool to run a farm. Uh, I think, you know. I think so. I, I used to I live on a it. farm. Huh? <laughs> I used to live on a farm. We didn't, like, run the farm or anything. I don't know if I could do it. But we had a cow and a pig. We raised the pig for me, but we didn't butcher it. So what would you raise it for? For me. But we didn't butcher it ourselves. We took it to a butcher and cut it up first. Oh, really? From what I remember, yeah, okay. I was so a little kid at the time. And then they, yeah, yeah, yeah they cut it how, up and then they gave it back. Yeah. You know, there back in the day, uh, it used to be like the butcher got to keep a certain percentage of it. That's how you paid for the meat. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, you? that's interesting. That might have yeah. been too. It's and possible. You yeah. know, that's how they sold their meat a lot of the time. Like, good idea. Like the butcher got to keep like a quarter of the pig or something like that. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. Or whatever cuts he wanted or something like that. It, yeah. It's cool. Yeah. Yeah. We used to have a cow, too. Thunder. Really? Him, yeah. I had a little chicken, too. I'd walk it on a leash. What <laughs> did a you picture. guys do with your cow? Uh, I think it was a milk cow. I don't remember because I was really young. Um, But I thought that we also had a steer, too, that we raised for meat. But I can't be sure on that one. But we had a cow, and I think my mom kept it. Because we named it. Where did your mom grow the weed plants? Uh, she grew that before. That was before our time. Yeah. Um, when she was younger, and she just said she grew it in the dirt in her backyard. She wanted to see how it would grow outside. I think. Wow. That sounds like oh, fun. It's so I take. Yeah, my mom used to grow weed. I don't know, dude. I don't know if she wants me to tell people that, but it's cool. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I mean, it's legal now in California. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, it wasn't before. Yeah, it wasn't whenever she was doing it. (laughs) But, you know, statute of limitations is up. Have you ever heard about the plane uh, that uh, flew into a lake in Yosemite that was full of weed? No. No. There was a a plane back in the 70s, the 60s or something like that that flew into a lake in Yosemite that was full of weed and sunk in a huh. lake. Is it still like there? halfway. No. Oh. I, I don't know. The weed's probably bad by now. Oh, wait. Anyway. No, the weed's gone. I mean, okay. the plane. So this is the thing. Uh, I don't know if the plane's still there. Oh. Um, but so these fucking hippies, these rock climbing hippies, right? Yeah. They found it. And they went inside of it. And they found this weed, right? Huh. And they started drying it out. And fucking uh, selling it. Oh, shit. And there was this whole little thing. They pulled so much weed out of this plane. Damn. You know, it was it was crazy, but it was like a bunch of bricks of uh, of weed. And they probably made a lot of money. Yeah, it, the story is a lot more interesting than what I just made it sound like. But, huh. uh, 
Yeah, it was there's really, probably a movie about it too. There's a documentary that that I oh, no paid very good attention to. Oh yeah, what's that on YouTube? Um, I think it was on Netflix when I seen Netflix. it. Netflix, yeah, well, Netflix got some good stuff. Yeah, Netflix is awesome, dude. Yeah, waste time on it though. Yeah, yeah. I, so I get into shows. Let's do something. Let's see what your last five. Uh, oh uh, yeah, histories on YouTube are. Oh, okay. <laughs> What are the last five videos? Yeah, we you did watched? this the other day. We we or earlier today actually, this morning. Was it, it was uh we, we looked at some of your recent videos. You're gonna have some eggnog videos. <laughs> Let's see. Oh right. shit, yeah, that fire. Uh I started after I shut the oven off, I started pulling the pots that were on top off with some glue vine, and then we had your eggnog, and I guess it, it wasn't covered. So a bunch of the smoke poured into the eggnog. So when we put it back on the stove and warmed it up and drank it later, oh, yeah. had a yeah, smoky flavor to it. Like smoky bacon. I couldn't. I couldn't eat it. And then I kind of cooked the eggs a little bit. So I was like drinking scrambled eggnog. Yeah. <laughs> it was gross. Yeah, you cooked. I the fucked eggs. up. You cooked the eggs too much. Yeah. Or you? Well, you warmed it back up, but then you just left it. I didn't stir it or anything. Yeah, you I just left up, it, and yeah. I came over there, and it was like bubbling away. I'm like, oh shit, there's chunks now. Yeah, fuck. But that's up. okay. But that fucking eggnog was bomb. It was fucking good. Homemade yeah. eggnog. Okay, if you haven't ever made homemade eggnog, make homemade eggnog. It's yeah, way better than in the store. And it's 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 fairly easy. It's a process, but it's 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 super easy. You have to actually do something that I've never had to do before. They call it uh, tempering, you know? You have to temper your egg. Okay. Egg so I've heard to, of that. Yeah. You have to separate your yolks and your whites. Yep. And uh, you mix the yolks in with a bunch of sugar. And then while the cream and the milk are warming up on uh-huh. the stove. But they, they don't get too hot. You got to yeah. keep them warm is what they said. So I did it until it was just slightly above lukewarm. And then you have to slowly add in the lukewarm um mixture into your mm-hmm. egg yolks yeah slowly and bring up the temperature slowly or else you'll cook your egg yolks yeah yeah so i um, think what what i've made before that's been like that but yeah mm-hmm. a custard maybe that's how a custard is made i think i think you're right yeah but you have to do that to the egg yolks and then you have to do it to the egg whites after you fluff up the egg whites so super interesting that was a new technique that i learned today in cooking like who came up with that? That's so fucking cool. Well, I mean, it's it, it was such a great thickener, though. You know, yeah. like especially the little foamy egg whites. Whenever you actually drank the eggnog, yeah, like the foaminess at the top was oh, so it was like perfect, rich and yeah. smooth. Yeah, yeah. And would you cook it? So you had to cook it to a certain temperature. Yeah, you had to get it to a hundred and sixty. Oh, okay, so it killed any any. So yeah, people so who are nervous kill, about yeah, drinking it eggnog, kill any salmonella or anything like yeah. that. Yeah. You had to cook it to 160. Yeah, that's interesting. And, you know, it was. I mean, it was It was very good. It was very good. And the, the eggs were from the chickens in the backyard, so yeah. makes it all it's that much. All homemade. For some, uh, for some reason. You just didn't grow the cloves. Homemade. Fucking gotta homemade, get on that. Uh, homemade <laughs> eggs stuff with the chicken eggs is yeah. just amazing. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Except not deviled eggs, right? Uh, it's kind of hard sometimes to make yeah. deviled eggs with them for some reason. They're it just could, thinner. Is it, is it no? The, 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 the yolks sh- too shells big. are thicker. No, it's just pilling sometimes. Oh. 
it could be just me though. I can I can barely ever peel, I can, ever barely peel regular eggs. You know. Yeah, there's a trick to cooking them. You know, either baking soda or salt. I've done both. Baking soda works a little bit better, but like even when I do it, and I feel like, I feel like I'm pretty good at hard boiling eggs. You know, but it's still a fifty <laughs> fifty. You it, think so? Tom? I think so. Is that one of your talents in life? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I can boil hard boiled eggs. Um, but it's like fifty fifty when I get them peeled. I've just hard boiled a lot of eggs in my life. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, hard boiled eggs are fucking bomb. Yeah, I fucking love hard boiled eggs. Great snack, portable. You know, throw it in your pocket. Just don't sit on it. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. um. We got to take a picture before this joint runs out. Oh, and then we got to get back to that YouTube thing. Oh, we yeah. always get fucking sidetracked on shit. Yeah, we're going to start taking... That's our New Year's resolution. See, we even forgot about New Year's resolutions we were talking about we earlier. We forget about a lot of shit. I started making notes. See that? Yeah. The, yeah. <laughs> there was even a story back uh, when we were talking about the fire in the oven. I was like, I had a relatable story, but I never got to... I, I forgot. <laughs> Did you still forget? No, I know it now. That's why I made notes. Oh, shit. I'm starting to do this Damn, now. Ty's getting a, becoming a professional podcaster. Yeah, fuck yeah. So let me tell my fire in a barbecue story. I was like, oh, shit. I remember thinking when I lived at the apartments, the Parkwood apartments in Corona, um, uh, with the hardwood floors, you know, you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. So yeah. I decided I wanted to cook up some bacon-wrapped chicken and i wanted to grill it i fucking wasn't thinking i was probably getting stoned or something (laughs) and i'm like fuck i want to grill this chicken and i'm gonna put the i'm gonna wrap the bacon around it i put it on the grill i'm like it'll be okay i'll just keep it on a low flame outside (laughs) outside thank god it was outside and i put a lot there's a lot of bacon on it and it started a grease fire that i couldn't put out i was walking over and i had beer out there too i was just having a fucking good time <laughs> fucking wasn't thinking at Damn. all <laughs> and i started pouring and i know that was stupid i i already knew that's why i was being careful cuz if you, you pour if it? you pour water onto a you grease just, fire you can splatter it you know yeah, so so i knew what i was doing in that respect i was trying to be careful with it but i was grabbing pool water you were pool grabbing pool water. I was spilling cups of pool water and going over to the fire, pouring it slowly. It took a long time to put the fire out. The fire was going for a good. It felt like an hour, but it was probably only like twenty or thirty minutes. That's a long fucking time. Damn. It was create black smoke was going up in there. I was afraid someone was gonna call the fire department, <laughs> but nobody fucking came out. It was the it was like nine o'clock I at mean, night. It, was it wasn't a, late. It was uh, in by the pool, right? It was yeah, little, there yeah. were trees around it, but not too close. I was still getting a little nervous about it. Fuck but yeah, that would have been crazy. Yeah, but fuck, that was scary as shit. But yeah, that's my story. And you know, then, I got oh another, yeah, New I got Year's another, resolutions. Uh, oh, I'm gonna check that uh, off. Fire story. <laughs> fire story from the apartment that we lived in um, oh okay oh it was, yeah it was like right after christmas I remember this I remember hearing about uh, we it. were just sitting in the house and i just see clouds of smoke billowing past the window and we go outside and there's just you could just smell this fire you know it was a fire smoke you know just billowing oh, up towards the the apartment 
Coming from the apartment below? It looked like it was coming from an apartment below. And then we go downstairs, and then we realize we go over and see it's by the trash can, and it's just billowing out of the oh, trash can. Oh, it's a trash can Smoke fire. Is, oh, yeah. yeah. And the, uh, there was a guy there who just took all the fucking... That's what happened. He uh, also, whenever we seen the smoke, we went outside and the guy ran up and grabbed our fire extinguisher, broke it, broke the glass, you know, oh, shit. grabbed the fire extinguisher and um, went down there and, you know, grabbed the fire. Actually, no, I had to break it. <laughs> that's, that's, what what I, that's what I thought. That's I had to break it because I went me. down there and then I, yeah, I don't even remember the story. I went down there and he was like, oh, grab your fire extinguisher. And I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> so I, I actually had to break it. I used Shit. my, I used my phone. I remember I just Damn. tapped it with my phone, just clack. And I broke that's it and crazy. I grabbed the, the fucking fire extinguisher out. Does anybody know what happened? It was, I don't know. Was no. it accidental or somebody like purposely did something? Who knows? It happens. Fire, trash can fires happen. Most of the time they're accidental. You know, and it was just after Christmas. So there was lots of fuel in there, you know. Oh, yeah. For it to happen. And that's what the fire chief said, too. He's like, it's, you know, it was probably most likely an accident. You know, this happens a lot of, this, a lot of the time around this time of the year because there's a lot of fuel in trash cans and stuff. Huh. That's crazy. So, but it, uh, yeah, I thought our apartments were on fire, but it weren't. It was they were really close, you know. Uh huh. Were you living yeah. there at the time? Uh, I think I might have been, but I I wasn't there whenever that happened. Yeah. Whether I was at work or what. Yeah. But yeah, that's crazy. YouTube. Okay. Last five. Oh, I gotta look on, I'll look on my phone. Your last five uh, YouTube videos on your history. All right. Let's oh, see. you want me to pull them up on the computer? Uh, I'm logged in. I'll just, I'll just look mine up right here. So here's mine. <laughs> All right. How olive oil is farmed and processed <laughs> at the country's biggest processing center. That was actually pretty interesting. You know, it was... Um, um, you would I you know I don't really know how you get you would extract you know olive oil from like just crushing olives and all the juice in there and stuff, uh-huh. but like apparently they like spin it, and um, it comes the the oil separates hmm. from the juices and stuff. It's it's pretty well, interesting. interesting. Huh. And it was a cold press factory. It's the biggest factory. Uh, did you know that California is uh, the world's produces half of the world's olive oil? I didn't know that. That makes sense, though. California does. That makes sense. The other half is, um, I forget. <laughs> Not California. Not California. Somewhere else. Huh. Um, That's interesting. Yeah. It was It was cool. It was a cool video. The second video that I have was uh, the most expensive meat experiment we've ever done. And... What they did is they took a half a cow and deribbed it and deboned it and everything and seasoned it, uh-huh. rolled it up, yeah, and cooked it like prime rib style. So it was like um, New York stripped, wrapped around tri-tip, wrapped around prime rib, you know, and the prime rib was cooked to like a nice and rare. It was very good, uh, cool looking video. Huh. Well, sounds interesting. <laughs> no, it doesn't. <laughs> that is <just> stupid. <laughs> We're forcing this. 
<clears throat> I did I tune into an update. I did tune into an update um for my Cali Green, which is a really cool YouTube uh YouTuber. Yeah. He grows weed in his closet and stuff. Yeah. Oh, okay. He he he's the one that taught me almost everything I know about growing weed. Hmm. You know? It, he makes it very simple. He grows in soil. Yeah, I think I follow him too on YouTube. Yeah. Actually. The name's familiar. Then my fourth video is how to make homemade eggnog because I was making eggnog. Yeah. And nice. so is my fifth video. What are yours? Oh. Let's see. I got uh most recent Kenmore oven door removal. Oh, yeah. We couldn't <laughs> oh, fucking figure out how to get the fucking <laughs> oven door back on. <laughs> that was, that was so stupid. <laughs> so yeah. we, we, uh, we went and got the easy off. We just got back from the store. And yeah, after the oven almost after the oven almost burned down the house. Yeah, so we're like, well, shit, we need to take the door off the oven so we can get into it. And we took, I took the, we took the door off easy enough. Took the pins out, took the door off, put it in the front yard, and then we read the directions. And then we read the directions (laughs) on the easy off. (laughs) They say to spray it and then close the oven door yeah and for good fucking reason the shit's fucking light yeah. and as soon as we sprayed it i was coughing and my eyes were burning <coughs> yeah it was very pretty hard on the lungs we had all the windows open the garage door open everything yeah. but but it, it we, took us like fucking like what 15 20 minutes or something to try I felt to get the oven door back get the oven door back on it was so irritating we had to like Pry it, keep it pried open. Yeah, like there was like a spring. You had to keep pried open with like a screwdriver yeah. to slide into these pins. It was and, fucking frustrating. Oh, it sucked because at first my side was you going in. Tr- yeah, every time, and yeah. then it fucking said. stopped. Yeah, <laughs> and then it just fucking stopped going in. It wouldn't go in anymore. <laughs> and then it finally went in, and we just let, we locked it down. Yeah, yeah. that's what she said. And you know. <laughs> You you were you had a good you you were the you were the one that was good at getting it to go in. Oh yeah, you know? and then we finally so swapped. You got your yeah. side in, and then we swapped, and then you got the other side in. Yeah, yeah, you know? it so worked. You had the touch. Had the Midas touch. Getting it had in the Kenmore. Touch. It's because of this Kenmore oven. Actually, this wasn't useful at all. Yeah. <laughs> what well, we did find the instructions on the back side of it. That's what helped us. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Kind of. <laughs> Or at least let us know we were doing the right thing. Getting it. Uh, I got the art of overanalyzing movies. It's from a YouTube channel. This is one of the ones I was telling you about. That's like, you know, it's cool for the art form, but it's. It, I feel like it would be cool for other people if you like movies, though. Yeah, you, know? you have to be like a movie fanatic. Uh, maybe. Yeah. Do you think that I would like it? You know how I watch movies. I don't give two shits about them. I'll yeah. watch half a movie and then not worry about the rest of the movie. If if anything. If you watch these seriously, maybe they'll make you appreciate the movies more. Okay. You know, okay. the work that goes into them. So or that even... would cure my. Possibly, my, I don't know. I don't know. You know, distaste with movies. I guess I don't know. I just get, maybe I just get bored. I, I, <laughs> I feel like it's just too unrealistic, and it's just like ah, whatever. I don't give a fuck. It's not even real. You know? I mean, there's there's those movies, and then there's movies that do feel realistic. Yes, like I I know? like documentaries. Yeah, documentaries keep my my what about things, things about real things, you know? But that's how I that's how I like books too. Yeah, you know, I only read documentaries are good though. But I think uh, I think most men only read um, nonfiction. 
you know. Do you only read, read nonfiction? No, I read both. No, do you? Yeah. I think that's a... I love um, fiction. I think that's a thing, though. I think men uh, are more um, prone to read nonfiction hmm. than women. I think that's a real thing. Why don't that sound like a Google? Of course you could. But... Yeah, those YouTube channels, maybe. I don't know. If I if I come across a video I think you might appreciate, I'll send it to you. But, yeah. Maybe that'll cure my unappreciative what? attitude towards. Yeah, which is kind of funny about that one video. Um, hold on. What's, what am I searching? What, um, uh, what type of books do men read most? Oh, I, that, I was going to say, or who reads more nonfiction? Men or women? More. I'll search gender. There you go. Gender. We want to include everybody. <laughs> uh, leading book genres in the U.S. by gender for 2015. Let's see. Men and women don't read from the same page on books. Oh, Market Watch. I like Market Watch. I'm going to check that out <laughs> in a minute. Uh, what types of books have you read in the past year? So we got black and then blue. Who's black in this? Who the fuck's black? <laughs> they they give us colors and no key. But That's I think irritating. I read that somewhere. <laughs> Let's look at this market watch one. What's it say? The huge difference between what men and women read. Most Americans don't read fiction, but younger people and women are more likely to. Most Americans don't read fiction, but the residents of some U.S. states are far bigger bookworms than others. The number of adults who read at least one novel, play, or poem within the past 12 months fell to four. Okay. Blah, blah, blah. Fiction reading rose from 2002 to 2008, but has been dropping ever since and is now back to 2002 levels. By comparison, 30 years ago, 50%, 56% of Americans read fiction. The, the decline oh, in really? fiction reading. Yeah. I wonder what they say about the decline. Oh, here we go. Yeah, you're right. Look at this. Um, Oh, let me keep reading. I'll get to that. Um, Let's see. By comparison, 30 years ago, uh, 56% of Americans read fiction. The decline in fiction reading last year occurred mostly among white Americans, including women and men of various educational backgrounds. Rates held steady among non-white and Hispanic groups, the report found. That's interesting. They can't really, like, yeah specify just but here men are more likely to read nonfiction books than fiction while the opposite holds true for women 55 percent of women read, read fiction in 2012 and 48 percent read nonfiction, according to the update of a previous nea report released in 2013 so yeah it's kind of yeah. kind of true basically i don't know i mean makes sense i don't know i feel like men are like more th- like things kind of a yeah you know so it makes sense yeah but it's just hard for me to not get into something that's yeah I don't know maybe I don't have imagination I don't know I mean but you know movies aren't for everybody either yeah you know? I mean I can I can get into a movie I guess sometimes I just yeah. have to be in the mood but if, you gotta, it's got to be the right movie too if something know? happens if I get an edge and I just walk away I don't care <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> but. But yeah, so this video, the art of overanalyzing movies, kind of pokes at people who you uh, like, and it works for books too. Do you remember in school when you know you're you're meant to read a book, and then the teacher asks you a dumb question, like 
you know, uh, why do you think the author chose for this to be green in color? You know, you know what I'm talking about? Like, no, I don't specific choices in, in book, you know, like you've never had to do a book report or (laughs) (laughs) I figured I'd ask. I've only probably had to do like, I don't know, dude. I didn't do very much work in high school. I don't know how I passed, to be honest. Oh, shit. I've probably only done like three or four book well, reports. What about middle school? You didn't do any book reports in middle school either. Yeah, middle <laughs> shit. School. I don't remember most of middle school, dude. During middle school, dude, I was moving around. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I, went, I don't remember. I went to like, well, elementary I went to like school. four different middle schools, I think. Damn. Cope, Beatty, Double A that's three three middle schools that's crazy yeah. i moved around a lot in elementary school i had a new elementary school for almost well for every year and almost every like twice a year i'd have two elementary schools in like one year that happened yeah. cope middle school was in redlands Beatty middle school was in highland and del vallejo was in uh um san Bernardino. Huh, that's crazy. We almost moved out to Highland when we first moved out, when my mom first moved us all out to Highland was a nice California. place. Co- yeah. Uh, Beatty Middle School was a nice a nice school. I spent most of middle school there, I think. Hmm. Like, maybe like, I, I probably spent the whole year, I guess I spent the whole year there. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, middle school for me was only two years. It was only hmm. uh, seventh and eighth grade. We didn't. I I had sixth grade in elementary school. Oh, uh, my sixth grade was in middle school. Yeah, yeah. I had so I started my kindergarten was in Hope Elementary in Hope, Kansas, population three hundred. <laughs> uh, where the high school, the shit looks like something out of the fucking 18th century i know too. you showed me street views of it before yeah it's so fucking creepy it's so small and it's the high school middle school elementary school and kindergarten all at one and it's like the size of this house it looks like we the town in. from the <laughs> wax museum the movie yeah yeah, yeah for sure it's really creepy but, looking so i had that for had that for kindergarten and i think first grade or no i think by first grade we were coming out here i don't remember I had, um, shit, I can't even remember my first grade. What are you talking about? My grades, my elementary schools, my different elementary schools. Oh, you went, I went to a to. bunch too? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I went to Hope Elementary. I don't, this is it like sucks, in no dude. particular order. Yeah, I went to Hope yeah. Elementary. That was one of the first schools I went to. I th- went to Paris Elementary. Yeah. You know what something to... is kind of, I'm just thinking about right now that, that I'm sad. What's that? Like... I remember in school that uh, my friends, they used to be like, yeah, I known him since kindergarten, you know, when yeah. I was in like high school uh-huh. and, and middle school. And I'm like, fuck, that's crazy. Yeah. Like, yeah. I still hear that. And I'm like, because we moved around so much, I missed out on that. I don't, yeah. I don't have anybody who I can say I've known you since kindergarten. No, you know? I have nobody. I don't have anybody. I only know one person. That I could say, well, a couple of people that I could say I've known since high school. I have my brothers. Nobody from middle school. Um, yeah, my brothers and my parents, my family. Yeah, but it's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy how. I mean, I wish I had, you know, one of those or something. It looks like it's done. Oh, like, maybe that's what the problem is. We finished our two joints. 
but that's um, that's what the problem is with this podcast we smoke too much we do <laughs> what else do i have here oh joe rogan it's a little clip from one of his shows it's actually i like this uh youtube channel it's the joe rogan university it's a fan channel oh yeah i like that channel too yeah i watched hitler is still alive actually i oh. haven't watched that one yet i i started to play it a little bit and then i'm i need to go back to to finish it that's actually a really interesting subject is it did you hear yeah. about that no i haven't watched it yet. so at yeah. the end of world war ii a lot of nazis ex- ex- uh, escaped yeah, to, to colombia and uh, brazil like, i think south america south america yeah i think in the uh, peruvian mm-hmm. parts of south america there's a movie and um yeah. operation finale oh really yeah but yeah, there's like a little, uh, they call it like little Belgium or something like that hmm. over there in South America. It's crazy. Like you would think you're in the, you're in the hills of, you know, the Bavarian hills. I'm going to watch this. It's it, really, cause uh, they talk about it. There's probably like a video huh, or a picture but of the, someone who looks like Adolf Hitler. Uh, no, I, I will see. Yeah. They, they, there the thing is, is, huh? is there's a lot of, so a lot of Nazis escaped down there. Yeah. Okay. So the descendants of Nazis are living down there now. And um, a lot of people have said they've seen sightings of Hitler down there. Oh, shit. Who knows? You know, that I mean, shit's so fascinating to me, though. It, this, the, the guy. Even if it's a coincidence. Who is this? This is the Joe. What's his name? Kennedy. Uh, oh. That one guy right there. Joe Kennedy. or Something like that. The UFC fighter but uh-huh. he he's been investigating it and going down there and trying to find oh, out if yeah if hitler is really still alive yeah so some people think it's real i mean it's a it's a plausible thing huh you know i don't know how yeah. old he would be but it's anything's plausible yeah you know he'd probably be like somewhere around 70 ish but they know, said he shot ish. himself you know but yeah did he really but where's the body uh, there was a lot was of body? there was a lot of stuff that was wrong with the evidence. He explains it in the podcast. It's Could a really be a double. I'm gonna listen to that. Really I like hearing shit like that podcast. And you know, this guy seems legit. I don't know. Yeah, you know? I, I I I'm always <laughs> skeptical when I hear shit like this, but I still love yeah, hearing of course, it. It's I super too. interesting. Yeah. I'm very skeptical. Fucking love too. conspiracy theories. But you know, I'm not. <laughs> see, you can you can only be skeptical, but if you're not. If you don't you don't have any evidence against what he's saying, how can you like disagree with him? You yeah. Know? Like yeah. if unless you're researching it and like, well, what about this and what about this? Yeah. You know, you have and he sounds like educated, you know, with his you know, whatever he's saying, you know. It's yeah. hard to it's hard to refute people sometimes, you know? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. That's that's another video. I got approached with uh something um the other day. Uh uh-huh. that's kinda weird. Uh, with uh, creationism, and it's okay. uh, like a like a Christian based um, ideas of science. Yeah, yeah. It didn't sound very scientific, um, but I, you know, I I I'm not very good at science speak. I only can spit out a few, you know, things that I know. You know I can't really. It's <laughs> Keywords. not like it. Yeah, exactly. I'm. I I understand it very. You know, my understanding of science is very limited. Yeah. And um, so whenever he was saying these things to me, it was hard for me to have like a counter argument, you know, because I mean, I had some, you know, but I didn't want to I didn't want to step over boundaries and start an argument either. Because, you know, I I, I I don't mind listening to other people's beliefs without yeah. putting my opinion 
Yeah. You know, on it. But it was an interesting conversation. He was saying huh. something about like uh, crane, cranium sizes keep growing. So Neanderthals and humans were like the same thing or something along the lines of that because I don't know. It was weird. It was yeah, that's I, interesting, huh? You know, and and <clears throat> I don't know if there's evidence for that. I've never heard of that, but I I I haven't heard all the science. Yeah. So it's it's kind of hard to to argue ideas sometimes whenever you're really stupid like me. You yeah. know, like uh, on certain subjects. You just call yourself stupid. <laughs> well, when it comes to certain subjects, yeah, you know, guess. you can't. I guess can we're... you argue a science subject? I I could, yeah, and I guess yeah. I'm stupid about science too. Yeah, you understand. What, what could I? You feel like you understand certain ideas, you know, like evolution yeah. and whatnot, and I can kind of explain it. Yeah. But there might be ideas I have in my mind, but yeah, I can't back any anything up with scientific, you know, evidence. Can you explain evolution? No. No. I mean, what do you mean? Can like, I explain like it Darwin, in my own terms? Darwinism. In my own terms, or yeah. what yeah. I think it is? Yeah. Because that's what most of science is based off of these days is evolutionary science. I feel like that's the front line of, of but, a lot of, you know, at least the science that I like, I guess. Well, I don't know. I mean, I I believe in evolution. I do, too. I think yeah. it's the strongest argument. Yeah. I mean, evolution. Right some people, I feel like some people also have maybe different definitions of evolution, you know, also. Because they think, you know... They have a different, how can I put this? They, I think they always think in terms of human evolution too. And they think of it differently. I'm like, but humans evolve too. Even in the most minor of ways, we adapt to our environments. That forces changes. And that's, you know, what's got us to here. And you see that in animals too, you know? Yeah. Um, So evolution exists at many different levels. Exactly, social evolution, social evolution, yeah, where physical evolution, small tribes to you know big cities. That's all evolution. Monkeys to humans, yeah, or great apes to humans. Yeah, there's lots of different types of evolution. Evolution just makes sense, you know, when you think about it logically. Yeah, you know, things that are more successful will procreate. Mm-hmm. more often yeah. you know in a very harsh environment which is what the earth was or yeah, yeah. i mean it still is it's a still still very harsh environment i mean oh, the sure. world that we we live in is not very harsh you mm-hmm. know we're kind of protected but we're in a very small little i think it's a bubble but we're in a very little small space of time right now where this is how yeah. it's been yeah the rest of our but- time has been in a very harsh environment that was very grueling and and only rewarded the best and they were rewarded by um you know their procreation and their procreations you know were increased sometimes by genetic you know differences you know they had you know longer beaks you know for animals animals had longer beaks so they can get the more the, the worms more you know so those those genetics were you know, um, um, what do you call it? Bred into the species because those those animals were more well fed. Uh huh. You know, more often. Yeah. I don't know. Does that make sense? 
Um, and those animals procreated more because they had more resources. So those traits would be passed on more often. So fucking high. <laughs> than animals with the shorter yeah. beaks. The birds with the shorter beaks trying to get the worm in the tree. Yeah, no, that's what evolution is. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Right. I mean, we're we're seeing an evolution too again in in our species. You know, what what kind? Uh, on many different levels, I think. I think yeah, right. like technology. I think it's too fast right now. It's forcing an evolution. I feel like. I feel like. Um, and it, you know, it, I don't know what it is or what it could be, or if I'm wrong or talking out of my ass or what, but. I feel like this is going to change us, you know, not just mentally, but I don't know about physically. I feel like, you know, I feel like androids are going to become a thing for sure. That's our next stage of evolution is androids. Like a half human, half. Yeah. Robot. Where we just keep upgrading, you know, we yeah. keep getting implants. Well, what's going to change everything is when our bandwidth increases is what uh, mm-hmm. Elon Musk thinks. Yeah. He's making this thing. This is another thing that they talk about on Joe Rogan. He's going to create this thing called the neural link. And it's going to like yeah. connect your brain to a computer a lot more mm. better so you can have like some brain computer capabilities. See? Of... It's already starting. <laughs> it's already starting. <laughs> Supposedly he was going to release it like in a couple of months or something like that. Yeah. I mean, in in ways, it really is already starting, you know? That's our biggest problem, I think, I guess, with technology. Uh I don't know. I guess that's not our biggest problem. Our biggest problem is how to just take it all in. Moderation. Yeah, we're not meant for it, I guess, you know? We're really not. We've gotten too smart for ourselves. Yeah, for real. But I think it's good overall. I think it's just smarter. I don't know. Is it is technology bad? It's not bad. We it, love technology. It, We're sitting in here in a house in a warm house. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it, it improves our quality of life for sure. I mean, there's an argument for that. But is it changing us on a molecular level? I think it it's we're setting the stage for it for sure. You know. Yeah, we're just trying to figure it out. Still, because we're we're studying the you know our dna already we can already change our dna you know the fuck you know that's what it takes to cause an evolution is dna change you know and we're doing it already you know genetically engineering ourselves i guess i would think that you know i sound like a tinfoil hat wearing (laughs) (laughs) i fucking love conspiracy theories though sorry go ahead i feel like i feel like whenever you look at our society we have a Right now, a very depressed society. I hate to go to this route, you know. I don't like, don't like changing the route, but you know, we have all these shootings that happen and stuff like that. You know, uh-huh. our society is kind of depressed, and you know, these are evil people. You know, of course, doing these things, but like, it's like it's like a sick society, you know, uh-huh. that can do this. You know, these these kind of people that can do this kind of stuff, and uh, you know. Um, it's just crazy sometimes, you know. Yeah. What were we talking about right what before we're that? Capable of. Um... I totally forgot where I was going with that. Just like, just <laughs> took my mind away from it. <laughs> um. Well, fuck. <laughs> we could rewind it, but. The but you know, I mean. There's people screaming at us right now. I'm like, talking about this, and we're never gonna go back to it. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, in advance. I forgot. We were talking about something. How to... Damn. 
<laughs> Fucking weed. <laughs> Don't do drugs, kids. <laughs> How far oh, in are we? Shit. Oh fuck! What do you think? Wait, what do you think? Uh, I don't know. I I fucking. I'm gonna trim hate, off a little bit of the just, beginning. Like, killed that right there. <laughs> like that's so depressing. <laughs> yeah. uh, our our society is kind of still sick, going though, over. You know yeah, mean? we were talking about society, and we were they're sick individuals. So tech, that's what it was. It's evolution, technology. You know? technology. So yeah, I feel like DNA. One of the reasons why our society is you know kind of sick in that way, you know, is is probably due to our tech our interfacing with technology as far as like just the overwhelming amounts it's changed us it's made our life so cushy and and not challenging and harsh you know that it's affecting us you know mentally mm. you know a lot yeah. of people are depressed you know and i think a lot of it has to do with you know just cushy easy non-challenging lives yeah, yeah. you know and a lot of other things, I'm sure too. But I think that's one of the biggest problems. You yeah. know, nobody Getting actually fucking lazy. <laughs> yeah, and you know, yeah. no, nobody, nobody, most people don't uh, exercise, and you know, and, yeah, and yeah, get their shit out, and you know, a lot of those people that did that shit were on some type of um, medication. Yeah, but uh, it's it's there's, it's an interesting subject to talk yeah. about i guess there's there's a there's a big following of people no pun intended uh that think or that uh i guess there's been research done uh and historical research done on um like bigger people fatter people uh-huh um actually be in a more healthy alternative pen pen and teller uh what was it what was the show that they did not pen and teller just pen uh like his i think it's called bullshit or something you mm -hmm. know what i'm talking about okay uh he did an episode on it and that show's pretty interesting if you've never seen it before i haven't um but with these but fatter he people does that that's actually a healthier lifestyle to live Fat. To live, and that's kind of how uh, our oh. ancestors were. I don't remember the facts of it. I watched it a few years ago, like, but to just live fat in what way? Like just eat whatever the fuck you wanted, and just I I don't remember specifically, but yeah, basically, you know, being skinny and fit and low body fat is not healthy compared to having, you know, not. And they weren't even talking like you know you have a little body fat, you're good, like 15% or whatever, what people would think is slim. They're they're talking like 20, 25% body fat is okay, you know? Uh, but I don't really re remember the details. All that stuck out was that there's people who believe this. Yeah, Because he was I talking to a bunch I of don't, them. I yeah. would have to, I don't know what 15 or 20, 25% body fat really looks like. Yeah, I'm at 25% body fat. Oh, yeah, I would say you're healthy. I don't feel you don't, you, dude. You're not, you're not fat. <laughs> you're definitely not fat. You, I well, used to be pretty fat. You're you're six four. You weigh what two hundred twenty five pounds? Uh, shit. What am I at now? Two. Um, twenty five. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Something like that. I bet you you're like you're perfect on your BMI. No, no, no. I want to get to below twenty. See, that's what I'm talking about. Maybe I should be fat. <laughs> I don't know. But, I mean, don't look fat. Uh, I mean, I guess. <laughs> I mean, when you I think got about love fat, handles. <laughs> you know, you don't look like you're fucking shredded. You no, know? no. You but know. I have, what I'm saying is I, I definitely have fat to lose on me, you know? Yeah. 
I, I guess, but why? I can lose some. Maybe it's healthier to live fat. fat. Yeah, I could gain some muscle, but I could <laughs> so lose some was, fat too. So what was what was how was what was the science behind this? I don't remember. Idea. It was like years ago. Yeah, you just look it up. But yeah, it's uh, it's the oh, fucking it's like I bullshit. Don't know if I, is in if, the I, title. if I would believe that though, I mean, I don't either. I mean, it was one of those shows that looked at different alternative views, and it didn't really necessarily go one way or another. I mean, Penn was pretty honest about his opinion, but. You know, he presented it, so it was it was interesting. But yeah, yeah it's I, I feel like yeah. I, I would argue. I don't that, know how many people actually. That, you know, that it'd be better for for you to be probably a little leaner. Yeah. Um. You know, at, at least uh, try to be. Yeah, which is what I want to be. So I want to get through. <laughs> probably better for you cardiovascularly. You know. Uh huh. For cardiovascular reasons. And oh yeah, for sure. Have a good muscle to fat ratio. Yeah. You know, I think that's what's really important. Yeah. You know, which is per- fat percentage, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I want to get. That's my, my I New wonder Year's what, resolution. What's a, what a healthy, what's a healthy body fat percentage? Like, what does the, the, the public believe about that number? Is like 15% healthy? I think it depends, on your, think it depends on your age and weight. Oh, really? All those factors, yeah. Okay. So it's different for everybody, yeah, yeah. So what's your uh, what's your uh, other video? Oh, oh, it was. Uh, uh, I haven't watched this one yet either, so I don't know if those two even count. But it's another Joe Rogan conspiracy. The Joe Rogan and West, or Rogan and West, argue JFK and Vegas shooting conspiracies. Yeah, I haven't watched that one yet. I, I yeah, you know what? I what's, love conspiracy I, theories. They're a guilty pleasure. I seen. Did you know Dan Bilzerian was in the Vegas whenever the Vegas shooting was going on? Uh huh. Did you see the video of him running through Vegas? Yeah, yeah. That was crazy, dude. Yeah, towards the gunfire. Yeah. People on the internet were giving him shit for it too. Yeah. I mean, he was. He's he's kind of ex-military, I believe. I think he's an ex-Navy SEAL. I think so. I think so. Actually, no. You know? I've I've looked him up too. I'm sure he he if if you know if. I don't know. I don't know anything about it, but I would want him there to help, I guess, if he's a military personnel, you know, or has military training. Why yeah. wouldn't you want someone there to help of that, you know, that stature? Yeah. It was kind of, yeah. <laughs> it was weird, though, that he fucking came up to this cop and he's like, let me help. And this cop was like, get the fuck away from me. I don't know who you are. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, it was like, damn, that guy was like, I mean, He's just panicked too, you know, but he was like, let me, he was asking the cop, how can I help? You know, he's like, get away from me. I don't know you. <laughs> you know, and just like, fuck the you. Cop's probably in zone two though. He like showed him his ID and he's like, I don't know what that is, you know? Yeah. It's, it was like, fuck man. It was just so panicky and there was just fucking bullets going off everywhere. It was fucking crazy. But that that cop was like panicking and everything too, which is understandable, you know. I mean, fuck, man, that's crazy. Yeah, I can't imagine. Christina's friends were there when it happened. <sighs> there at the concert, I knew a few couple, few people actually. To sick society. Yeah. What do you think it's from? I think it's something that's been there. I don't necessarily think it's anything new. You think? Do you think it's? The, There's always fucking crazy people. They just have better means of causing, you know, I guess harm. greater harm. Yeah. But I feel like mental illness is, you know, 
Yeah. It's been around and it's it's going to be around until we, you know, I don't know. I don't know what if there's ever going to be a cure for mental illness, but there yeah. could definitely be better treatments for it. I believe that strongly. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, there's there's got to be and you know what uh what year was it whenever they let a bunch of people out? They like lowered the the um the standard that it took for you to be in a mental ward so they can you can kind of be schizo and they can let you go yeah the street mm-hmm. didn't they do that in the 70s or something like that to like cut i some... don't remember i know what you're talking about though. yeah didn't, yeah. i think they did that like under reagan or something like that but that's why that's why we have a lot of homeless people yeah you know all most of the homeless people are mentally ill dude and they should be in you know some sort of care yeah you know they can't really I mean, that's what uh, I think. Uh, I think that you know, a society should take care of their homeless. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. But the other day we were heading up to that party in L.A. and I finally drove through Skid Row. I'd oh, never actually shit, driven dude, through it before. Fucking, that's crazy. It was fucking. It was really interesting to see all that because I never seen it. But it's just streets lined with tents and. It's like a little city. There's police there, but they're not really harassing everybody. But they, you know, they were, you know, I don't know what they were talking to other people about, but it just, it's an accepted thing. It's, it's so crazy seeing it though. Yeah. People I are mean, fucking I don't know. need what, to get out of the fucking road. What can road. you do about, it? that's, <laughs> what can you really do about, you know, homeless people, you know, I mean, there's people there I'm sure that there's always been that it's kind of sucks when you think about it like this but you know it's there's always been that kind of class of society I'm sure mm-hmm. you know people who just can't really take care of themselves yeah. you know mentally ill yeah you know they kind of just they're poor poor people yeah, well mentally just, ill too well, yeah. They, yeah they don't have no means of collecting wealth you know mm-hmm. or queuing wealth over time you know from any way that someone's going to pay them yeah it's great nowadays they have programs that employ or help place uh, mentally challenged people. I'm talking mentally challenged people. I'm yeah. talking like psychotic people. Yeah. Um, people that can so semi-function. Yeah. Yeah. I'm placing them into work. Yeah. So we had some of those in the theater I used to work at. We, we had the first theater I ever worked at. We had a, a mental hospital right next to us. Um, yeah. I'm a, you know that kind passes. of stuff is is that kind of stuff is stuff that I like my taxes going for you know yeah for sure that kind of stuff makes it helps. me feel good yeah it helps people you know? and you know the money's going to that too you know and and that's just coming from you know someone who's very you know lucky mm-hmm. you know yeah financially you know at you know for living in America you know yeah I say you know so fucking much dude. <laughs> Whenever I listen to this fucking podcast, pisses me the fuck off how many times I say, you know, 
You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's irritating as fuck. Um, <clears throat> what do you think we're at? Oh, did you uh, see it yet? No, I haven't seen it. Let's guess. I'll I'll guess we're at two hours and 15 minutes. I was going to guess two hours and four minutes. Two hours and four. Let's ah. see. I'm going to trim off a little bit off most, of the... Most of the time I'm right about this. Yeah. I don't I'm think gonna... we should trim any of it. No, I mean the beginning because I started the recording early. Oh. I'm going to start it when we start talking though. Okay. Yeah, but there's a lot of dead space because I started it pretty early. I didn't tell you because... You should just keep it all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a boring... Intro. What are we at though? Oh, one fifty four. Oh, we haven't even reached two hours yet. Yeah. Fucking lightweights. Yeah, one fifty four. Yeah, I'm pretty. I, I, I. It's hard for me to concentrate right now, though. Me too, because I'm so fucking high right but now. But we're going to the snow tomorrow. Yeah. Um, we're gonna we're keep gonna doing these more often, more regularly. You know, it's our New Year's resolution. Uh, be good people. Love yeah. you guys. Love ya. Have a good night. Subscribe. Hit and, the like button. And when you're cooking, oh, tip the uh, tip of the podcast. When you're cooking bacon in the oven, just be careful not to spill it over the side. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> be, be safe. Out. Happy holidays.